Good evening, welcome to Good evening, and welcome to Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms. This is Raf streaming to you live high by the keep in the hot air balloon. Tonight, I have Nindorf with me as always. Nindorf, you're back from vacation. How are you? Doing well. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good good get away. You get some sun, get the kids out and about. So yeah, we had a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have a few more questions here, but want to introduce our our third uh, and uh, our our partner in crime, Crypto Grady. Crypto Grady, how are you doing tonight? Doing amazing. We are buying as many DeFi Kingdom heroes as possible in the, in a complete mindless <laughs> way. I love we are it. selling all of our items and money that we have, our homes, our <laughs> wives, our children, our husbands, <laughs> and buying as many heroes as humanly possible. Are we taking care of ourselves? No. Are we paying our bills? No. Are we paying our more? No, because we're buying as many heroes as humanly possible, baby. Love oh, you. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, Nindorf, you're out on vacation. Let's get some quick deets on you're out at a lake. How'd that go? Yeah, it was good. You know, like we said, there, you know, those, uh, those like inflatables that they're putting on a lot of lakes and stuff nowadays where you can like slide down, climb up. Man, that is a ton of fun, but I realize that I'm older than I used to be, and I'm not in as good a shape as I used to be. Nice. So nice. I had to learn that again. But So the Gen uh, 1s loved it, though? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice, nice. So, yeah, I'll give uh, my, my brief obligatory house update, since this is, like, uh, my time to sit on the therapist couch here. Um, <laughs> so, and I, I don't know if I shared this earlier. Um, I'm actually looking to buy a house for my grandfather, um, which is a, a bit of a, you know, there's been a few odd, not like with my grandfather himself, but a few other odd, like family transaction dynamics that are just really strange going on. Um, so that, that was odd. I had one family member like accuse me of like wanting to sue the family. Um, and I was like, I'm just actually trying to buy a house. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like I thought I was doing him a favor, um, and you know, actually, so there, so that's the weird news. Uh, the good news is though, there's still a hole in the roof. We had a a, a derecho windstorm come through, which is like an inland hurricane, essentially. Uh, two years ago, there's still a hole in the roof, and uh, we got great news this week that um, insurance is going to cover the repairs. So it looks like the, uh, the that's really the last barrier to me buying the house. So at this nice. point, I, I'm ready to move forward. I'm getting pretty excited about that. Um, we did photos of our current house, which is a bit weird, a bit nostalgic. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like having a house. Um, that's I don't know. It's it's certainly a, a core piece to 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 my makeup. Uh, crypto, you have uh, crypto Grady. You have any attachment to houses, or uh, how do you feel about a dwelling? I do have a nice home that is now infested with mice because I'm not taking care of myself or my house. I, I got. <laughs> destroyed by the Terra Luna situation, the Harmony hack, and Voyager. And others, I mean, just absolutely obliterated. And so just getting out of bed here recently, getting the YouTube channel going and everything has been a big step for me. Nice. And uh, I'm still mentally, where's Tosh at to give us our mental health tips? Yeah. I don't know. That was great, by the way. You're absolutely right. Tosh. Oh, so I've just been a mental basket case. So trying to get myself back on my feet, things like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we are excited to have you on your feet because your videos have been awesome. So give us a, a, a brief intro of yourself. It, it looks like we got some great Crypto Gritty fans here on YouTube chat right now. Um, I just got introduced to you, I want to say like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Um, saw you on, on uh, one of the chats in Maine, which I rarely ever go over to Maine, uh, which I call AKA Meme Central. Um and uh, I started watching some of your videos, and then I saw you jumped into the channel like a few days later. Um, so give us a quick intro. You know, uh, wow. you, you've been in the crypto space a while, so that uh, we're really excited yeah. to have you part of the yeah. DeFi space. DeFi king yes. that is now. I know, right? So I was a total DeFi guru for a while. So I first got into crypto 2015, 2016, was just kind of tippy-toeing in, and then I just went all in 2017. In 2018, lost all my money, you know, went through all that. Mm -hmm. And, but I was still kind of dollar cost averaging in the whole time, even when COVID hit. I was about to give up on crypto though altogether. And, but kind of hung in there. And when DeFi came real, I, it was kind of a pipe dream back then that, mm -hmm. that you could actually have a decentralized automated DEX and automated market makers where these things happen trustless. It's amazing. And so as I, and I was, you know, I, I had two businesses at the time and um, one main business insurance company that I had started from scratch and but was thinking about selling it, finally did sell it and was just full time crypto right in the right perfect timing for all hell to break loose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I managed to lose all of it. Pretty <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Um, oh, man. Yeah. It's... No. No, it's uh, pain, laughter, yeah. laughter and pain. Yes. Yeah, I know. We'll take advice from this amazing crypto expert guru who will help you lose all of your money, baby, right here. <laughs> you, got, you got all the answers for you. You just mindlessly be completely irresponsible with all your money and buy lots of DeFi Kingdoms heroes. So that was my coping mechanism. <laughs> right, right. Because I see so much upside in the project, the team, so many good things going. I love it. Gosh, it's yeah, really this is... This is just a fun, fun ecosystem, right? When did you join DeFi Kingdoms? And I was, I'm a late bloomer. So I was all things DeFi. So, and I kept hearing about it from uh, Drake on digital, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Drake, yeah. Drake on digital. And then, and then I, George, I am George started talking about it. And I'm like, I kept meaning to get to it. Cause I was in 50 different blockchains and liquidity pools all over the place. And I finally got in some liquidity pools, just kind of tippy toed in. And then as I, and my kids play games all the time. I'm like, guys, you need to be playing crypto games, making money. So <laughs> uh, a little bit. And so we got into Thetan arena and Thetan arena was, is an amazing game, but it was kind of a rug pull was my takeaway. I basically became a pro in Thetan arena and then finally gave up on that after losing my shorts on that and and then this was one of the games i was really wanting to look into and the more i looked into it in march okay so beginning of march i kind of started looking into it and then by the end of march i started i bought my first hero and it's tippy toed in and then the more i looked into it, it i thought it was a pipe dream to have gen zeros i was never going to pay that much and then sure enough i bought four <laughs> and at the time probably average buy nice. around 15 grand yeah yeah, 10 or 15, 20 grand on some Woof. of those. Woof. Yeah. But hey, even now, 
I look at that and I, all the heroes that I've summoned, they're still, they've held up comparatively. Mm -hmm. Obviously they haven't held their value, but they are by far, by far the best performing heroes, period. Um, from an ROI standpoint. Yeah. And, and just as the, everything's just continued to completely destroy all of us and our souls and our brain, <laughs> crash, crash and crash and crash some more and crash some more. I've, I've just bought, uh, especially when the harmony hack hit, I didn't know what to do. I was kind of like panicking. And so I just bought up a bunch of heroes with all my liquidity. I had a ton of liquidity on Bitcoin. I had a lot of my Bitcoin, Ethereum and fan I had all my phantom, all my Matic, all my like, and a Binance coin, all that. And I was just like, what the hell's going on? I didn't even quite get what was happening. And then, so first I was like, I'll go into gold. And I was like, no. And I saw, so that was a bad move. And then, so I just started buying up a bunch of heroes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I, man, there's so many places I want to go now. Um, and we don't, we don't have enough time in today's podcast from, uh, the conversation on mice. I hate those little guys in my house. Uh, and I'm probably moving into a future house with a lot of them as well. Um, to having your kids potentially do questing for you, like I want to get some advice from you on that. Um, oh, it's just, so I, I don't. Know, we're gonna go all over the place today. Well, okay. So <laughs> my kids might somehow have you know download some app or something that was spyware. We tried that at first, and it wasn't working very well, but it helped a little bit. But then, hey, these bots. I mean, besides the fact that I quested in my bed for three months straight, 12 hours a day, seven days a week, <laughs> 12 hours a day, 15 hours a day competing for the contest, I was competing against all the guys with bots thinking I'll never be able to get my own bot because I don't trust anyone. I'm, you know, the security, my biggest fear was always getting hacked or something. Uh -huh. And so, well, then when I finally, I talked to Vilvi, the number one hero holder in the world, I think. She owns like over 3,000 heroes. Who knows? By now, maybe it's 4,000. She's awesome. And so she pointed me to these, to Difki, to Waiufu. I, I know you mentioned Difki, and it like changed my life. <laughs> yeah, we're big, we're big Difki users here, uh, yes. both of us, and, and a lot gonna, in our channel too. Yes, I'm going to have Fan on the channel. Nice. We've already talked about it. We're going to do it, baby. I, I, you know, at the time, it was really hard to get going on. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I actually bought a raspberry Pi, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and so, but then right after that, cause, cause I gave him like a pep talk, like, man, we need to talk. You engineers are killing me. All of you guys <laughs> killing me. I make it easy and user friendly. I'm going to help you with this someday. Well, then <laughs> went to these Waufu bots with Carlo, my man, who's absolutely phenomenal. And, but it's a real simple bot. Difki can do it all. Yeah. And so Difki is amazing. Going to have, so I support all the devs in this game. We need more. We need a love on all. And so wait, and you're a dev. So I'm just like, wait, you're the guy that created this adventures in DFK, this most amazing website that I've used a million times. That's all Nindorf, all Nindorf. He's the brains behind the operation. Oh, you guys shout out to this site. Appreciate it. Amazing. Unbelievable. Science. I mean, honestly, it's all community driven, really. Like what features we go to. And speaking of that, 
I'm going to push out another survey on our Discord for what people want to see next because I got some downtime coming up. So we'll get another vote out here shortly, everyone. Just FYI. Awesome. Yeah, go go drop those drop those votes in, in the channel. In, in Discord, of course, that's where we're at. Um, yeah, I, I, saw, I saw your list of all the different features. And I'm like overwhelmed by all the things you have coming our way. Do you want to give? A, let's go ahead and slide into Dev Dive update a little bit. Like, what are what are some of the things that you're you're looking at? And then maybe Crypto Grady, you give uh, your your number one. Yeah. So here, the list of features that I'm proposed that the community can vote on. Um, this one's been on there. I just haven't really gotten to it. Is adding visual alerts to the to our visual genetics alerts right now you can get every other feature of a hero basically and you can configure your alerts for it um but visuals are some of our users are really into the visual summoning now mm-hmm. uh, so i'm gonna that's a choice um another one is I, yeah we, shout out we talk a lot delay about, and sir worm like they are yes, like those cool gods out there and who they got me and who got looking the, at it and jhw3d was that did I get that right? He got the uh, the spines, the uh, Sarah Kerrigan Zerg uh, visuals. Did I see that in, in the channel correctly? I think so. That sounds right, but I'm not certain. Yeah, that yeah it was JHW3D. Oh man, does uh, do you play StarCraft? Sorry, I'm I'm way off the rails today. <laughs> Crypto Grady, have you ever played StarCraft? Uh, so I cut off again. I was trying to go to the Discord to see the chat. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, oh, okay. Uh, well, sorry. Repeat. All right. So I was saying uh, we're – so uh, Nindorf said that, you know, we're working on visual alerts. And then I said over in the Discord channel, we have JHW3D got the, uh, like, the tentacles, which remind me of Sarah Kerrigan, uh, uh queen of the zerg in starcraft and i was wondering if you've ever played starcraft no no oh. so i felt until fate and arena i was not a gamer for three okay. decades oh wow wow nice yeah yeah so this Convert. is all I mean, even when even when you guys say like rpg i don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> these different things but i can't wait it's all about pvp right Fighting yeah. the announcement today everything coming Okay, where on your Discord though, real quick, do I can I vote? I'm looking. So at your- I'll post it shortly in the announcements. I okay. we're gonna give a rundown of, to our listeners of the of the a preview basically, and then I'll post it after the episode. Perfect. Um, so it'll be in the announcements shortly. But yeah, so the first one is adding alerts, genetic toggles for the visuals and alerts. Like if I want to try to find a hero that's got you know the Griffin wings, you know that'll be a choice that you'll be able to select. Um, so number two, uh, I kind of want to do, there's been a lot of talk about floor price calculators. I want to do sort of a very simple one. It's sort of a, uh, it's kind of like the hero matching where you basically can select a few toggles and you can hit go and it'll basically give you currently on the market listed, this is the cheapest one, maybe the cheapest five with those you know parameters. Um, another one I'm thinking about is market data page really needs an update now that there's more pairs on crystal veil mm-hmm. um for example if you've got a bunch of I don't know milkweed or some item there's kind of two or three different prices now there's jewel the jewel decks there's a crystal decks and avax decks so you know you kind of got to know what those are in case there's any arbitrage opportunities um then to go along with that next feature possible 
Um, market data alerts. That's another one we've been talking about. It seemed like there was support for that. Um, moving on. Support for multiple wallets. So you can see all your heroes on the site without having to kind of toggle through them. Oh, that would be amazing. You're like, yeah, all right. You're Here we go. me with um, flowers and grace from the heavens. So yeah. is, this, is this a paid uh, service? So I know the website is free for the basic hero data, which is unbelievable. That's all I've used. Do you guys also have a paid service? We do. We yeah. do, yes. Do. So for our alert system where you can get Discord notifications when heroes that match your criteria come up for sale. Um, oh. That's one. Um, and the other one is the the hero matching feature, which basically you put in an ID and you select a bunch of things and it'll tell you what current heroes are out there either for sale or for rent. It's basically it was a it was a Valentine's Day program that kind of has just kept rolling forward. We wanted to find a, a mate <laughs> wow. for our heroes. Yeah. Wow. And you just I, you got to wait for the next uh, feature update that's on the list that I'm gunning for it that I think you're going to love, too. So keep going down the list. Yeah. So. Okay. It gets better. Oh, yeah. Uh, another one to keep with the visuals theme uh, to kind of complete the round out of the site would be to add visuals to the hero matching app. Again, if you've got the Griffin wings and you want to find the, the advanced pair for that so you can make the elite back appendage. Yep. That that'll help with that. Um, That's so cool. So what do you think the visual genetics and all that will do for the end game? Do how much will it matter? Do you think for PVP and for the NFTs down the road for our heroes? So I don't think it'll matter at all. I just think it's okay. in these sorts of games, I think visuals and the people will pay good money Skins, yeah. for the awesomest looking heroes. And I think yeah. some of these genetics and the visuals are great. Yeah, oh, like yeah. one wing and all these crazy different things that I've seen. Hot. <laughs> yeah, they, they are they are pricey. Yeah. And so people just care about that because it's it's more personal for their NFT. They're artsy, artsy type right. people. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Okay. And going. rarity, right? There's not very yeah. many of them. Yeah. Right. Right. Kind of like baseball cards, trading cards, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The old tops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did all that growing up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So the next one, um, alerts for heroes posted for rent. This is something I I considered recently where if you've got, say, a Gen Zero and maybe he's just about off cooldown, uh, and you want to know when this perfectly tuned partner comes up for rent. That would be amazing. <laughs> and then uh, another a final one I was thinking of is, you know, uh, I'm short uh, certain types of crystals every once in a while. Um, and say you've got a stock of raffle tickets to use to try to win a raffle. But you got to keep checking back to see when these raffles I, come this up. This is what I'm so, excited about right here. Yeah. I'm thinking about an alert for when you basically set up, I want you to tell me when Mike Crystals come up for raffle. And boom, it'll give you a Discord notification. Then you can go hop on and do- drop your drop your tickets in. But if this, you got to go fast because you got a couple yes. of minutes. Yeah. It feels like a taste of heaven just hearing it. Hearing <laughs> it. Impossible. Flowers are raining down from the heavens right now. So those that's my list it's it's pretty big you know I, i'll probably only get to you a couple of them over the next month because you know again this is a side gig right mm-hmm. the, the fiat mine calls but uh yeah that's that's where we're headed okay wow so okay so if i want to sign up for the paid subscription what's the price how do i do that yeah I'll, I'll let uh, you take that one, Raph. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and bring it up on page. So um, on on YouTube as well. So all right, so you jump over onto adfk.app. Um, okay. You you log in. Oops, hit the wrong button here for me. Uh, you log in. You go to your account page on the top right-hand side. And uh, we have the ability now to interact with your MetaMask wallet. And so if you have your, your Chrome browser up um, and you have the MetaMask extension on, you can uh, have your, your wallet there. You can, if you're on, it'll, it'll work with either of our ecosystems, either with uh, Serendale or with Crystal Vale. And we have first the time calculator down at the bottom. And so you look at that and it will tell you how much jewel you have to pay uh, to join the, the paid subscription club. And so um, the way that we've kind of priced our service is it's a bit of an exponential model that levels out at, uh, well, I shouldn't say levels out, but our goal was we wanted one year of service to cost around $120 USD. Okay. Um, and that's like the, the current market rate and so the yeah. the monthly rate is going to be a little more expensive if you want to go that route but that's certainly an option for you um and then we've had a couple people like submit like two years worth um and like if you want to do that you actually because it's an exponential curve um you gain a lot of time for every jewel you put above that annual rate and so i don't know what two years is worth but it's not that much more it's not double what uh, the cost of one year is. Yeah. And, and I would say too, that, um, I, I think keep in mind, you can do crystal deposits on crystal veil or jewel deposits on harmony, either one work. Um, and oh. if you guys ever have issues with a deposit, always hit me up, you know, no one's going to go yeah. without getting their time. Right? Amazing. Yeah. Especially like we were going through some, you know, hard times in Serendale where you're getting some transaction issues and, People are like, ah, oh, what's going on? I sent you Jewel twice <laughs> and yep. my account's not activated. So, you know, we'll we'll make you whole. So, you know, for those of you oh, who listen out there. Yeah. And Raph, remember the one time where uh, I, I had to reboot the server a few times and it was re-indexing people's transactions <laughs> multiple times. We, we got a couple so of like, some people got lifetime like... memberships. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> out there. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, yeah, it should it should be pretty straightforward. You click the calculate button. Uh, once you un get a, a feel for the amount of jewel that you want to deposit, you click the connect button and then the deposit button, and it should take you to the MetaMask transaction. Uh, pretty straightforward. If you if you like DFK Earn or FoxSwap or some of those other programs out there. Okay, that's great. Yeah. And I trust you guys. I remember when I first got in the game, didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was listening to some some YouTuber, and they were talking about you guys and that there is a paid subscription. And then I forgot. I was wanting to look into it because getting tavern Discord, uh, messages, all those things are huge. Well, that uh, segues us nicely into our next topic. Okay. Um, we are getting whitelisted by uh, DeFi Kingdoms or by Kingdom Studios. And so I'm nope. really excited about that. Expecting that to come through hopefully in the next update, maybe the update after that. Um, so our website is going to be within the menu. And so you could actually check it out. They're going to have a section for third-party support resources. Um, and so we're going to be a lot more accessible out there to uh, to 
new users or existing users who don't know about us uh, because we haven't reached you yet. So uh, we're really excited about that. And then we are also partnering with uh, Joseph, um, who I like to call Brad Pitt, over at DFK Fight Club. Um, we got to get you involved in DFK Fight Club, uh, Chris oh, yeah. Have you heard about it's Fight awesome. Club yet? I have not even heard of it. All right, all right, all right. Oh. So uh, now, if you're not a gamer, it's a it's a turn based style game where it's all operated through Discord. I'll drop you the invite um, once we once we get through the podcast here tonight. Um, it's a turn based style game. You bring three of your DFK heroes to the game. And he has in-game abilities that he's developed that fit the theme of that style class of hero. And so you have your primary class and your secondary class, which give you your abilities that you can use. You have attack points, um, you have health, and you have your uh, your ability or your skill points uh, that you, you use up over time. And, you know, certain uh, special attacks require you to use that, uh, that bar, kind of like... Kind of like your MP bar, but not quite the same thing as what you see on your hero. Um, so you take three heroes, you fight someone else with three heroes. Really slick combat system, really easy so to of, use. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like DFK Arena. Yeah, like DFK Arena, except you know, fundamentally, fundamentally, our goal is we want a skill-based combat system. Um, yes, that's easy to use, and so there's no like luck involved and you know i had a higher hero once like a a mythic level 10 and i got mopped by some common level like sevens um (laughs) because i wasn't paying attention i was trying to put the gen ones to bed i was you know excuses 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 but um i mean it is absolutely a skill-based system um there's and it gets pretty intricate like there's a skill called interrupt which like I don't advise anyone to use on their first few games, but if you think someone else is going to use a skill, you can use the interrupt. But if they just use a basic attack, you it, you like just wasted a turn, um, and they just like get a free shot at you. So um, really, it, it's it's a nice like intro level set of gameplay mechanics and great like advanced level gameplay mechanics too. That, so that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, that's I can't wait to look into it. So, yeah, have that posted in the description. Yeah, as well. yeah, for sure. Okay. So, Shout um, yeah, what we... is by the team mean? I wanted to rewind just a bit whitelisted by the team. So you are white. The, uh, the DFK Adventures was whitelisted by the team. And what exactly does that mean? Yeah, great question. So uh, we went on yeah. to the um, the Kingdom Studios grant application website and while the grants have been shut down in their formal form of, you know, they're not giving out money for understandable reasons at the moment because all of their grants have been pulled because crypto's in a winter at the moment, um, they're still doing co-marketing efforts. And so if you, and I could drop the, the link to this too, you got to get it for your channel as well. Um, and I can hook you up with Sunbear, um, who's the, the kind of the gatekeeper for this. But you submit an application for co-marketing and the DeFi Kingdoms team will review what you what you have in place, um, and then you have the opportunity to get listed in game in the menu, uh, where they will eventually have a third party resources section listed, and also in, inside their website. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Uh, yeah. 
for us, it was pretty easy because, you know, we're not really doing blockchain transactions or we're not using the NFTs. We're, we're just trying to be that data resource for all the users out there so they can make the most informed decision based on all the blockchain data. So that's yeah. kind of where I think we, we kind of sailed in because, you know, we're not trying to use this stuff. We're just trying to give you all the data. I love it. That's fantastic. Okay. So then with Fight Club, so we're partnering with Joseph, who Brad Pitt, I call him, because if you've ever seen the movie Fight Club, Brad Pitt, Tyler Durden is, is his name um, inside yep. the game. Inside the game. It- uh, yeah, so great movie, great movie. Um, he is the kind of the, the brains behind this, and as Nyendorf and I have started working with him, we're like, we would love to help with this project. So... Uh, we are teaming up, and we've now we met with Sunbear and the man, the myth, the legend, Frisky Fox this week. So uh, that was a a bit of a like I, I was talking to my my wife, my my better half uh, about it this week, and and she's like, "You were a little starstruck by this one, weren't you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it was a bit like meeting a celebrity." Um, and I was like, "It, it was it was pretty awesome." Um, Nindorf and I have some notes on on the conversation. I'm just gonna kind of generally go through what we talked about, and maybe you could as well. Do you want to go first? Go ahead. Yeah, you you go first. Your notes are much more complete than mine are. <laughs> sure, sure. All right. So let me go ahead and pull these up. So, um, you know, it was, a, it was a great conversation. I think the the first thing that came out that I I thought was really important or that's sticking out in my mind is they want to be careful about the projects that they're selecting. Um, they're really trying to keep the best interest of the community in mind. And so Sunbear's questions were a lot based around, you know, security for the community is how can you reduce the chance of exploitation or people abusing your system? Is there any way for them to game your system? Ultimately, because what we're going for is we want Fight Club, the skill-based system, to be able to earn people raffle tickets just like the duels do. And so as soon as we can access that, you know, you can pay jewels within Fight Club. And if you win, you can earn raffle tickets, um, which a lot of our community is pretty excited about because that's, you know, like we said before, that's a skill-based system. So that's kind of what we're going for and what we applied for. Um, so Sun Bear is trying to come at this from a security perspective, and one of the things that really stuck out is like how much Fox cares about the community, and I'll get into this a little more yep. later. But um, yep, the number of questions that he asked around, you know, like making sure like are we counting our users, or you know, are we impacting, and you know, is it something that they're they're asking for and and wanting to have? Um, so I, I thought that was that was pretty neat. That stuck out to me first. Um, you know. Frisky absolutely has a vision for, you know, there being a metaverse and there being access for a lot of these third-party developed games always in the future to be somehow connected to DeFi kingdoms. Um, You know, one of the things that we were talking about is, you know, battling with heroes. And one of the things he said, you know, what might be uncharted territory and he encouraged us to look at is maybe you should battle with pets. Like that's something that no one else is doing. So they're really uh, excited and they want to work that. with us. Yeah, he dropped that it. He's cool like, part. go do that. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're willing to offer some help on writing the solidity, uh, solidity contracts, which I can't, I can't even say the word, let alone write a contract. <laughs> so 
Um, I, I think that's pretty cool, and, and that'll absolutely be more in the realm of Nindorf and Joseph uh, to make sure that, you know, we can integrate with uh, DeFi Kingdom's uh, the chain there. So there an, another bit of alpha that came out of that meeting is third parties are going to come after Season 1 launches. And so far from the AMAs, I think we believe that Season 1 is going to come in duels um, sometime in early September. I don't have any, like, that's just like me reading the tea leaves. I don't think anyone's come out and said that. Uh, and so if it's after Season 1, then maybe we're expecting a launch sometime late September earliest or maybe early October. I don't know. Um, so that's something, something to think about. Um one of the things that I'm really excited about is they have a very dev-friendly rate for getting raffle tickets. And so I think that there's a real opportunity for users to have a similar or comparable rate to what they're paying in duels right now to get raffle tickets or to gain access to raffle tickets, as with some of these third-party um, applications and so the the rate that they said, which was tentative, um, that they're going to to kind of allow inner uh, the third party intermediaries buy the raffle tickets to then allow the winners of the transaction of their game to win. It feels like there's it's it's not like you know they're totally favoring their own ecosystem and like making it really difficult or really expensive for the third party developers. So. That I was encouraged by as well. Uh, let's see, going down some of my notes here. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll maybe jump in on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah real jump quick. in, jump in. I think the, the the good point is is like you're saying, they are willing to wholesale raffle tickets to developers because they understand that developers have costs. I mean, I think into your point, they're making it so that there's enough wiggle room between what you pay in game and duels and what a developer will pay for raffle tickets. So there's enough delta there that if you end up giving your users the same rough rate that to the game does, fund, that there's enough that you can make development. some money. Yeah. yeah. And it has to, otherwise it'll never work, right? So I think he's thought this through and the team has thought this through pretty well based on the numbers I've seen. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, so we'll take a quick pause there. Crypto Grady, any questions so far? That sounds fantastic. No questions. All right, all right. So... Then yeah. I got, I, I don't know what your thoughts are here in Nindorf. You'll have to be honest. But then I started sure. to get a little greedy with my, <laughs> question, with my question asking. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that, you know, we asked for in our original grant um, as developers of a, a website that, of course, got canceled because the funding's no longer there is that, you know, actually before the funding, we wanted the ability to somehow interact with uh, their development team. And, you know, as we, we talked about is we are part-time developers and it takes us time to figure out how to incorporate analysis or capabilities in the website to support what the game has going on. And we'd love to do that in parallel with the de development. Um, and I appreciate that they're taking this very seriously. Um, I think they are potentially considering this in the future. But it's something that it sounds like I'll go back to kind of the uh, Frisky made a community comment that he's like, if this, you know, if the tools that you're developing are really important to the community, then that's something that we're going to be more willing to entertain. 
And, you know, one of the risks that they, they brought up is like, you know, how do we incorporate third-party developers and reduce, you know, the, the risk of like that, the information or the secrets or the knowledge of the crypto markets going up and down or the speculation of prices. Um, and so they're really trying to think hard about how how could they most positively impact the community um, and third-party developers. I thought that was kind of a, a smart answer and i wasn't expecting you know like a yeah we'll start working with you tomorrow um but i i am encouraged about the future how about you nidarf yeah no i think you're right i think they're, they're taking a measured approach and you know they want to work with people but they you know that insider trading kind of thing like you yeah that you there's there's limits and they have to be very careful and they he, they also mentioned at one point kind of building trust with us as, you know, through the co-marketing application and then into maybe helping Joseph with Fight Club. Like if we as a, as a small team here can build the trust over time, that then maybe they're, they'll, if they can see that they give us a little nugget and we just don't go plastering it everywhere, that possibly they'll give you a little bit more um, to give us a yeah. little more heads up. So it, it, I really like that thought that there's this, you know, this, ongoing process where they're going to get to know us as third-party developers i think that's a great way to accomplish it personally so i I liked it so here's my my next big nugget and this is absolutely reading the tea leaves and crypto grady we do a lot of reckless speculation here so that's what i'm all about gotta be cautious uh with what you listen to here um we talked a lot about you know, or we we at, we try to ask around what the future of PvP will be, meaning that we don't want our system to eventually compete with their PvP system. You know, we want to make sure because we'll get crushed by them. Um, sure. You know, we want to make sure that we're building something that complements the DeFi Kingdom's ecosystem. And they gave a, I, it almost sounded like to me, and it, they kind of uh, Sunbear thought one thing, Frisky thought another thing. But to me, it sounds like PvP will actually, now that it's being given off to this game studio, they're expecting the formal game studio's release of that to come after PvE. And so I would expect PvE to come out first. Okay. Um, that was kind of my my reading of everything, especially with bringing in a third-party a third party game studio. I think they're going to give them a bit of a runway. Um, to make sure that they have some reasonable timelines and expectations to get things done. Um, and I, I think they're going to get closer to starting incrementing in like quests to PVE. I think we might actually start seeing that sooner than later. What do you think, Nindorf? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's hard to tell because there hasn't been a lot of information. And anytime some of these sorts of features come up in AMA questions, they're sort of guarded and they're like, oh, you know, it's kind of being worked. I think there's been, through all this, I would guess that there's probably been a dedicated team focused on some of these features that's not the features that we're seeing at all. Right. And so I would not be surprised if there is a much more mature system that's at least out there. Maybe it doesn't have a front end yet, yeah. but at least well, the back they end talked system about is they out had, there. They had built a prototype battling system, and it sounds like, to me, it, it, again, this is like... In, interpretation but it sounds like they're kind of scrapping it in a way because they really want their future battle system to be part on chain part off chain um and so it's it kind of sounds like you know like what they had built and developed um 
they just didn't quite they weren't i don't know if it wasn't happy with the product or you know um they i think weren't sure about its viability again reckless speculation but um it sounds like they were were really taking this seriously yeah and then they and sunbear right yeah i think sunbear made a comment at one point that he's like you know that one that we uh that first iteration that we scrapped he's like we might even be able to like show you guys or give something of that to you and i was like what yeah Ooh. yeah yeah Ooh, so okay. then we talked about land and this is something Nindorf has been i i think on the nose from day one is that being a land owner is going to have some kind of impact to the game just like being a gen zero owner you're part of the ecosystem like you are now building your heroes for everyone else um and so yeah. one of the things we Nindorf has been talking about well i'll just let you take it so land need requiring some amount of time to travel between areas right so go go with your theory I think here that it's, i think that's vital to this sort of a system if this is going to be if it's like a world map right and we're set you know the setting of this game is more of a mythical horseback sort of system travel and to get across the map is going to take time i think you're gonna have to select i got this beast hero right I'm going to have to choose between sending him on Tournament X over in this corner versus going to, I don't know, some quest in Mythic down quest in the other inside the, the mountains. Map. Yeah. Right. And you're going to have to make a choice because he's going to only have time to get to one of them. And so the, my extension of that thought was, well, if I'm a landowner, um, some of these other games I've played, like, uh, I'm trying to think of it was like the Total War games where you would, you know, it's kind of a strategy, you know, you want to conquer other nations. So in your territories, you'd build roads, and the more you improved your roads, your armies could move across your territories faster. I'm like, dude, I could totally see them having, if you own land, you being able to spend money to build roads, and then I don't know if it's maybe people have to pay a toll, and then their heroes can cross your land faster, or otherwise they got to hoof it, you know, backcountry style. So we, we straight up said this to Frisky, and he responded with, oh my gosh, like, he's like, yeah, we've thought about there being stables for landowners, and I don't think he quite said it, but that, we, that they could rent out. So he didn't say that piece, but that's what I, I inferred or I right. came to understand. So, I mean, I think you've been on the nose with this one from the get-go. I, I know you and I were talking about it earlier this week of, like, should we buy land? Should we go halvesies on this? Um, right. I think land and guilds are absolutely going to be a giant part of what they want out of their ecosystem in the future. So I am, I'm super bullish on, on land. I don't know when I'll be pulling the trigger or trying to get something, but, uh, it's, uh have, do you have any land crypto Grady? No, I don't, but I love it, how you continually keep coming back to how frisky is responding to you guys. It, yeah. My takeaway: There's a lot of hate on Frisky, and my takeaway is I love the guy. Yeah, no kidding. I know from, from being in the crypto space for so long and seeing all the crap out there. Frisky yeah. just seems amazing. Am I wrong? I I so, don't believe so personally. I I've, think I've he's not awesome. seen yeah. anything he's done that seems like it's been to the to the worst interest of us as a DeFi Kingdoms community. And and you hear him talk. And it was interesting, too, because he, uh, when he saw the rest of us, including Sunbarrel, had our cameras on, 
he's like, oh, okay, we're doing cameras. And he just turned it on and just started chatting like it was nothing. I was like, whoa, like, okay. Yeah. It's like, so he's just totally cool. And I, you could see by his facial reactions that he cared. And, you know, he, there was concern when he was talking about privacy things and user, uh, users being taken advantage of. I mean, you could just see it. Yeah, where he actually cares. He's like a servant to the community. So back yeah. five years ago, four years ago, we had Binance coming on the scene and everyone was talking about CZ as being a potential scammer. There's so much skepticism on Binance. Okay. And he has proven to be a servant to the community. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest guys in all of crypto. Right. And that's how I see Frisky, a servant to the community, someone who actually cares probably too much sometimes where he can't sleep at night. It's affecting his marriage. It's affecting his life because he cares about people and he's going to follow the golden rule, which is looking out for the best interests of others, even over himself. That's been, it's funny. It's funny. You say that because I got Mm -hmm. the similar vibes of I'll call it, you know, so in the business space, I'd call it like mad scientist founder. Um, Right. I think he is truly passionate about what he does. And it, and it came out in a funny way. And I certainly don't mean this to be an insult to him by any stretch. But there was something that he was kind of talking about, like some development and some meetings. And it was kind of funny when he's like, yeah, I think this is the direction we're going to go. And Sunbear's like, well, no, actually, uh, no, we had a meeting about that this week. And, and we're not going that way. We're going to do something else. And I I think it's funny that he's like he is very confident and comfortable as a founder of the company to know what his role is best. And he is great at being the outreach to the community, being empathetic, taking the voice of the customer, living the voice of the customer and being a developer. You know, he's not a project manager. He's not these other right. parts and pieces inside their company. And I think that's OK. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is really, I've done several videos on this. It's so important. So developers, and this is just an epidemic almost in the entire crypto space. This is most all crypto projects is that it engineer, like these guys are brilliant, high IQ engineer minded guys. They're not the best at messaging or marketing. They're not good when it comes to how, like tr- on the other hand, Charles Hoskinson for being a developer is good at giving you not a shady hair slick back car salesman vibe at all. Right. He gives you a comfort, comfortable kind of just makes you feel at peace and a, a subtle confidence in what he's saying. And, I, I agree. and that's why Cardano is top 10 on the market cap. Okay. Otherwise it would not even hardly be in the top thousand, <laughs> you know? So yeah. what they, their biggest weakness is marketing messaging not in a shady way and and that's where you need an implementer or a visionary type guy paired with an integrator which is your mechanical um or the implementer is the mechanical minded the bus leaves at 9 a.m and you know process systems and process guy right and then you have a visionary guy who is Kind of Matt, that was Walt Disney. Well, Walt Disney, oh, yeah, implementer to actually create systems and processes, and who is actually the, the essentially the developer. Same with McDonald's, mm-hmm. that's what they're missing, and that's where I've 
that's why I started the YouTube channel because it's like there it's a first of all though it's light years ahead of anything else out there as far as the just the fact they do their AMAs is amazing just the fact that they communicate to the community in the way they do is so much better than anything else I've ever seen in crypto but interesting but the way they answer simple questions they don't emotionally connect with the person asking the question and and put their so it's a psychological thing a sales guy understands this but so a question's asked just simple messaging the way they answer a question they're so logical in their mind and so they don't think it's not inspirational it's sometimes dry as cracker juice typical engineer guys and so you have all these projects in crypto that don't communicate with community no one knows really what's going on but but at least they do right so and they're they're actually developing comparatively to other to other crypto projects out there so fast right uh, we're coming up on a year anniversary not even a year or it's we may be past a year no i don't have think we, so have we not no almost, almost it was august i mean it might have been early August. yeah we're right there we're, we're right there okay. yeah wow i thought it was like september october that was okay yeah like sep- when was the gen zero uh, initial mint that oh. was around that time September-ish. yeah it was late september I, I early missed that. yeah so that's just what frisky needs and i've talked to him about it so i've actually had several personal conversations with him about it and was even before all the luna madness happened oh, nice. was actually talking to him about being a marketing guy but but I'm crazy. So, <laughs> uh, Lays your own trade. It has to be the right fit. That's but, awesome. Well, I can still do this on my, like what I envisioned was basically having sort of like they do their AMAs, but almost having those daily being more involved with the community, being more involved with other YouTubers, sponsoring different things and messaging properly. For example, same with dreamer, all these guys, Bolin, they, they have such an engineer minded, mindset so someone asked are you guys gonna sell this was right when like the sky oh, yeah. okay and mm-hmm. the way dreamer answered the question was like oh, oh <laughs> i need to be answering the answer is no we're not gonna sell we're gonna keep developing through the bear market it, even if this if jewel goes down to one penny we're gonna keep grinding we're gonna keep going we're gonna and we're gonna find other partners and create a metaverse and just have an awesome ecosystem Boom, quick answer, easy, simple, but instead he like this crazy, long, drawn out <laughs> answer, right? And so all it does, so the, the way he answered the question as a listener, I'm just like, huh, is he up to no good? It makes you skeptical instead of putting your mind at ease psychologically. And so so we see now that this market cap is a $19 million market. It's a micro cap coin, ranked 725. What's going on? Guys, all the community is amazing. Okay, there should be like hundreds of millions of dollars in this thing. <laughs> What's <laughs> right? And that's why. So that's that's been my takeaway since very early on. I when I first was getting in the game and just falling in love with it, I went back and listened to all the AMAs and just love these guys. I just want to come help. Right. They need like business-minded guy. A good sales guy isn't some guy who gives you a pitch who's disconnected from you and is pressure selling you to do something and not uh, the, a good sales guy 
will make you won't even know that you're being sold. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But an engineer minded guy views even the term sales and marketing. OK, they initially immediately what comes into their mind is the hair slick back sleazy car salesman guy. <laughs> so they're almost turned off it. So you hear in the crypto space all the time. I don't want to hear, you know, some guy just talking up his project all the time. I like to see guys quietly working. I like to see. <laughs> Who don't communicate at all to the community and they're just they're just developing they're just grinding out well okay so that's what all crypto projects do no one ever knows what's going on they don't communicate their project we don't know what's actually happening and then boom it just comes and we're behind the eight ball when it comes to the actual good projects that are actually grinding and developing and i think that'll happen here i think it'll come where all the people that have left this ecosystem and left the game will become flooding back in as they just continue to grind and develop. I think that is true, but, oh, it's killing me. I just, I, I would love to be the moderator or something on their AMA <laughs> and like interrupt. Nope, here's the answer and just boom, answer it. You know, so anyway, right. well, Kingdom Studios, if you're listening, this is the open application from Crypto Grady uh, to be your chief marketing officer. So I love I've already love talked it. to him about it. it. I've already. And who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I don't even know if I could even if I'm in the right headspace to do that. Like there's they're getting so they're becoming such a formulated, which is so good. So actually managing employees. So I've learned all this in business, started businesses, hired, fired, had employees. Then you've got to get a leadership team going. You've got to create systems and processes for every single thing you do for training. So you can then hire more people and scale and then managing people and their feelings and their emotions. You have, you know, their people disagree, people disagree with the direction and then they get offended because you're not listening to them. All these things. Okay. That's complex, not going to yeah. be, their, not going to be their wheelhouse, but but it's because Dreamer, I think. So Dreamer is really helping that foundation. They're just really creating a formidable, just uh, they're digging their heels in. And yeah, he's, it, he's got some charisma. I'll give that to you. <laughs> that, so that's my strength. I'm not the sharpest stick in the woodpile with all you guys who are brilliant 5 million IQ guys who love, who's attracted to this game, which I love. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the most fun part of the game is how in depth it goes. Um, but what's lacking is that charisma. Yeah, like you said. And then I, if if they just had that alone, I think we would be at a multi billion dollar market cap with this project. Mm. And if Cardano didn't have Charles Hoskinson, which they don't actually have a working product yet, I still have. <laughs> I bought Cardano at less than a penny. Okay, way back, and I held it all the way up and then all the way back down. And, okay, now I hope it all comes. I hope it's actually going to unbank the unbanked and do all the magical things he talks about. Okay, but he doesn't even have a working product yet. And look right. at the versus this that's actually moving so fast. It took it took Cardano five years to create a wallet. And, and then we're still trying to get those wallets to work properly with the Dex and Cardano and actually a working product. Yeah, I, uh, I unloaded all my 
eight F four for Jewel a while ago. So <laughs> I I maybe should think about it. I still hold quite a bit. But But I I didn't buy in as low as you did. All right, so let's okay. um let's move along here. Yes. So we I wanted to get to, you know, some kind of some we'll keep this work because we're running a, uh, we are running a bit long but i wanted to get to some ideas on you know what are the i'll call this the not financial advice degen play section and i watched yeah. one of your videos about um supplying liquidity to uh the egg gold pool so over in crystal vale and tell, tell us about I've that been, i've been blown away so providing liquidity for on both Serendale and Crystalville, because you can't actually provide liquidity for the golden eggs yet. Last I checked, and I did check. Did I check this morning? I checked last night, I think. Okay. So I've tried multiple times. I definitely have it in there. So on Serendale, I provide like 87% or 88% of liquidity for golden eggs, which is, it just helps the ecosystem. It's a win-win. Everybody wins. That's when business works. Long-term approach, right? So it's a win for everyone in the community because you could potentially arbitrage the golden eggs, do different things. It's a win for me because I'm making fees, right? Crazy, crazy fees. So, and on the gold, all the items in the game that actually have high trading volume, that's what you want to look for. But even all my other items that I don't want to sell at the time. Now on Serendale, Gold, there's a little sort of an arbitrage opportunity if you want to be patient and wait. Because gold, last I checked on Serendale, was worth 100 jewel, gave you a, gives you, I think, we could double check that. I could double check that even right now. But 100 jewel gives you approximately 80,000 gold. Well, on Crystalville, 100 jewel gives you 115-ish thousand gold. Big ARB opportunity. So if you're actually generating gold, on Serendale, so we don't have the bridge yet, so we can't bridge items, but we can bridge jewel. So if you're actually generating items on Serendale or mm. gold, you could sell the gold into jewel, send the jewel to Crystalville, sell it for gold. You'll have way more gold in the end. Then you can create liquidity. So the liquidity, I just looked because I had I was buying that mythic dread knight the other night. Yeah, so I had to pull out some liquidity, and so then I re put in liquidity a day and a half goes by and i've i've just been smashing those pools on both serendale and crystalville actually for the gold you can do gold on crystalville you could do gold jewel or gold crystal whatever you want to do and on serendale i do gold jewel and then all the eggs all the eggs i'm just blown away less than a week i'm just looking at and when you first deposit into the liquidity you're going to get dinged. Now, um, <clears throat> you're looking right now at the vendor. So I was, I actually thought, I, it's so brilliant. What you, shout out to Hubert, man. <laughs> so I love talking up you developers. You guys are awesome. <laughs> so you, that's where we just need to com combine our powers. Right? So, <laughs> so Hubert, it was brilliant what he did. With and the I thought, with the increasing prices in yes the, the, on the market trader yeah 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 so so quick tip too you never want to buy those potions ever because it's way way cheaper to make the potions you know with the um, with the ingredients uh, yeah yes with the ingredients with the alchemist okay so 
that you never want to buy those potions. But when PvP, PvE, whatever comes, we're going to... And people who are selling all their items right now, which I don't necessarily recommend, you can create liquidity for those items. Okay. But when that comes, people are going to be forced to buy those potions. All of, all of this whole mechanics is just going to, over time, drive up the price of gold, um, which has been really destroyed as well in this market. It's just so down. Remember when it almost got up to one penny per gold? That yeah, was, I yeah. do. And the more use case they bring for the gold and, and all these items, which which can be exchanged for gold, is just huge. So, so what I'm doing, first of all, I have all my foragers and gardeners on Serendale still. And it just drives me bonkers dealing with MetaMask and the Harmony blockchain. I'm about to blow my brains out, but we deal with it. We get through it. We can do it. So the Swift Thistle... For the foragers, very profitable. It's because there's no swift that this will generate over on uh, yeah, the DFK chain, right? So I have my foragers foraging on Serendale, my gardeners obviously on Serendale. For the milkweed, so you have the milkweed and the swift thistle. Because on Crystalville, there is no swift thistle. So, what I'm doing, because I think I could be wrong, this is just speculation, I think they're gonna create a way to. You know, they're going to fix that on Crystalville. I, I mean, it seems like they have to create create a way to fix the Swift Thistle issue with stamina potions. Um, but who knows? Maybe they won't. And so Swift Thistle's at a premium. Some some guys have said, hey, I'm going to buy up lots of Swift Thistle because there's no Swift Thistle over on, on, right. Uh, right, on Crystalville. I know I'm, Franz from the Bogside chat did that. Yes. So that's actually how I found out about it. And I confused Bogside Chat with you guys. That's, that's what oh. happened. <laughs> okay. And so um, <clears throat> so I'm selling the Swift Thistle because I think it's too much at a premium. And I think I think they're going to figure out a way to – they're just going to change the ingredients with the Alchemist on Christopher. Could be wrong. I don't – who knows? That's what I'm doing, though. But, hey, if you want to create liquidity for that, you're going to crush it with Swift Thistle and, and Jewel on Serendale. Whew. Then I got all my fishers, and I have my miners mining the locked. I have, I have like seven thousand locked uh, jewels. So I have three sets of miners. So I have nine miners mining on on Sarandale. and then I have more locked crystal actually. So I have my full eighteen miners mining away, and then all my miners, fishers, uh, all my mi- miners and fishers are getting the doing the training quests on crystalville to try and get the crystals and so if you can get crystals and create liquidity for that because liquidity is very low okay you're now crystals are going to come down in value because there's going to be more supply continually coming to the market but i'm too lazy to send i should be sending my heroes back to serendale to level up i i am definitely summoning on serendale but to level up who's got time for that ain't nobody got time I did. Right, so I just did it right now. I just leveled up yeah. on <laughs> crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm too lazy to move. So I'm just using my crystals. Well, I I would rather be holding those, providing liquidity, because you're gonna. I am providing liquidity for one mite stone, and I'm 11 percent of the pool. So <laughs> there's <laughs> low liquidity. Wow. So you could sell it, probably, and get. I looked, and you can sell a mite stone for about a dollar forty. Uh, USDC. Hmm. Okay. Now, and that's worth like one tenth the price or something on Serendale. So you could sell it. Don't blame you. 
because it is going to come down. The price of those will come down. Or, but if you have a bunch of those crystals, you create liquidity, you're going to smash. The Man, I am just absolutely jaw-dropped at how well those liquidity pools are doing. Now, when you first deposit with the Druid into the liquidity pools, you're going to take a ding right off the bat. So with crystals, with eggs, some of those items, stamina potions are another really good thing to provide liquidity for in Serendale. Okay, but you want at least 10. I mean, you really want 15 or 20 because it's weird. It's like a weird algorithm. The more you deposit into liquidity, the better it's going to be. If you just deposit two or three or four, you it's like you really get hit right at, right at first. But if you just leave it there over time, it's just you're going to be gaining slowly based off buying or selling. So you have to be okay with either gaining more of the items or losing the items and gaining more of the jewel or crystal that you're, that's the other pair. If there's heavy sell pressure, like right now, there's more, there's heavy sell pressure for gold, except the golden eggs are here and it's down actually right now. So I thought gold would explode, but it's not. There is heavy sell pressure for gold right now because there's no real use case on Crystalville for the gold outside of buying the golden eggs, which I think is going to be a home run. My understanding is the golden eggs are going to be way more valuable than regular eggs. Is that what you guys? I so I, I believe I've heard somewhere that they're referred to as hero eggs. Okay. I don't know if I've heard that correctly or where I heard that from. They're referred to differently in some source documentation that's somewhere I'd heard. Now, again, not financial advice, but I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I only have one gold neck, so I'm not even playing on my own words here. But uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, I bought a bunch up right when it. Why, when I realized what the, I didn't even get it at first with the vendor, I thought it was for my own personal wallet. That ticker thing was just for me personally, not the entire ecosystem. <laughs> right. Okay. So it was brilliant how they did that. So I, I have a bunch of golden eggs on Christopher that I'm waiting to provide liquidity for on Serendale. Man, I just can't believe it. How well those pools are doing. Yeah. Oh, I don't have near the oh, liquidity. I, I think I maybe have like 5% of the jewel gold in Serendale. And the problem oh. is I just keep slowly putting some in. So I have no idea what my actual cost basis was. So I have no <laughs> idea if I've made well, or lost. I actually wrote it down and I've been following it. So uh, if, I need to get better about that. Yeah. Well, I just did it for the channel, for the YouTube channel. But so, okay, I'm, I'm looking at these comments. But you have to understand that if you pair that with jewel or with crystal or whatever, that you might be. Gaining gold but losing crystal. Right. right now, there's heavy, there's more sell pressure on gold than buy pressure. So if it's all sell pressure, you know, right. but right. okay, if you believe in gold, you're gonna and and if you were to just so if I in my pools that I, you know, just crushing it. If I just pull out and sell all my gold, if there's sufficient liquidity, that is. I would have way more jewel than when I started. Right. It's absolutely smashing. Same with the yeah. eggs. Well, you but need more liquidity because otherwise if you tried to sell your stash though, you know, the market would get crushed. So and then right. I, like I think your point though yeah, is as this game grows, that'll get easier and easier to get out if you need to. Yes. So that literally happened. 
on a video live, I, f- I see, I find this, the floor, uh, dread night mythic. I was just looking at different things. I was doing a video it was for a reason. And I see this, the floor dread night was a foraging or a mining dread night, gen one, five summons. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to buy that. Where am I going to get the money? A brother's broke. Ah, where's my money? <laughs> so I was trying to sell my gold on Crystalville. Well, there's not enough liquidity. I was providing, I was providing like 40% of liquidity. Mm-hmm. Right. But as more people do that, if you're good, just to patiently wait and hold the gold. And I eventually provide the liquidity back again. So no big deal. It's all back. You guys can sell that gold if you need to. It's, it's all good. So it's a win-win for everyone. If you buy, if you sell, if you provide liquidity, you get those fees, everyone wins. Uh, that's the beauty of a decentralized exchange. That's, that's first and foremost what DeFi Kingdoms is. That's the foundation, is the, that they're a DEX. <sighs> I love this. We could Dude, talk. I agree with you. You know, and, could... and the more, like, like you said, adding mm-hmm. liquidity is a perfect use case for an item you can't use now but don't want to sell. Yes, I think, because I think that's exact. I think you nailed it. That's right. And gold is cheaper on Crystalville. So it makes sense to buy it and hold it right now. Right. If you want to wait, because it's going to come back up, there's going to be parity soon. There'll be the bridge for it. Okay. And then that'll be a true arbitrage opportunity when that first happens, but it'll probably happen with bots and you won't even be able to get it. <laughs> arbitrage, like when you can just send the gold from Crystalville to, to Serendale and sell it, that's when we're going to see true parody it'll come right now yeah and i think the item bridge is well underway too from what i understand soon like even within the next week possibly but if not even if it's two or three weeks i mean you you keep getting that gold and you provide liquidity and or the items who i and we're gonna need the items for pvp we're gonna for so many different things now one question could you guys kind of briefly explain you kind of already did pve versus pvp Raph, I'll let you take that one. Yeah, I'm not the sharpest stick in the wood pile. (laughs) Not everyone exactly knows what that means. Yeah, so PvE will be player versus environment. So that will be the story-based quests. Um, And where I I believe things might start trickling out, and like Nindorf was saying, you know, like I think there could be like quests over in this area of the map or that area of the map. You know, we already, they already are kind of working on PvE in effect with the the scrolls um and so you know those eight scrolls with the the ninth scroll that we'll someday be able to quest for i mean that is a pve quest i mean that is a storyline um and it sounds like from talking with frisky fox that they they clearly want to still own all of the lore aspects of the game and so they are going to be very integral in and in owning and controlling you know what it what it takes to get pve going and so that's where i think that pve will actually now come before pvp and as as nindorf and i have talked about this before you know one of the things that always worried me about the ecosystem was i thought that it was going to be reliant on player versus player combat the pvp to generate uh, to, to pretty much create the the jewel burning mechanism through transactions that keep people enticed in the game playing in the game and keeps the value of the coin high now i will say 
since that point in time, I've been really encouraged by the number of traction, number of transactions going on on Crystal yeah. Vale right now. And so yes. I think that there is actually the opportunity to launch PVE first because of all those transactions and that jewel burning mechanism. Mm-hmm. That's so great. That's uh, that's my thoughts on on well, PVE. What do you think? Yeah, when do you think these things will be coming? I you know, really no idea on that. I mean, I, I think I would look to their kind of their roadmap. So we know yeah. that um, the rest of the eggs are going to release. We know that yeah. um, the level 10 quests we know are, are going to, re- and that's not like hero level 10, that's profession level 10 quests are going to release. Um and then at some point down the road, I, I think we could start seeing PVE quests after after the eggs. After okay, the and do you, do you think on the Profession 10 questing we'll be able to have the pets involved? I, I, that's what I gathered out of the last AMA. And so then this is something that I've been kind of wondering is if the rest of the eggs were going to release before the use case for the pets, I was going to wait to buy because I actually own zero pets right now. I was going to wait to buy my pets until the, the eggs, at least we got through green and uh, yellow egg release to start buying mm-hmm. up my pets because I was expecting, you know, influx of supply, the price should come down. But yeah. if they release it in reverse and the use case for the pets for the gray and the blue eggs comes out first with the level 10 quests and you can carry those pets with you, um, then I think the the value of pets is going to skyrocket. You know, you might see fifty percent increase, two x increase, um, you know, two hundred percent increase. I I could see. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw that. Yeah, I think the level ten quests are one hundred percent going to come with the ability for pets to be used. Now, whether or not that's going to be enabled right away is the part I don't know. And I think I'm kind of splitting hairs a little bit there, uh, but basically fair, fair. I think there's going to probably be two phases. You know, the, the level 10 will, will launch and then later on they'll probably have another update um, right. where you're able to use them. And maybe not, maybe they won't be able to do that since they're going to have to write the smart contract. You know, then those devs of us who know how can go in and quest with pets, even if it's not in the game UI. So maybe, you know, maybe that won't be the case, but I, I don't know. I'm talking yourself out of it. <laughs> I am. I'm just trying to think of all sides here. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think, and we could probably all agree that when the use case for pets comes out, they're going to go up in price. And, yeah. you know, when the supply of pets, when more pets come out, they're going to go down in price. And I think yeah. ultimately, I think the the power of this, the use case for pets, I think that's going to be a lot i think it's gonna be more powerful than the supply bringing it down yes yeah because you can't just go buy other than the gold eggs which the price is going to go crazy high you can't buy eggs either and people are burning eggs by turning commons into new eggs so if you actually look at the number of like pets out there to heroes that's a huge disparity and And it'll keep coming down boost people are probably burning faster than they're finding them they are i i think yeah, so I, guess I, that, I shouldn't recklessly speculate. I should <laughs> look at the numbers, but personally, yeah, I'm a I'm a still a pet holder. I have a whole ton of eggs I haven't opened yet. Also, just because there's no rush right now, um, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I I think eggs are if you see eggs uh, cheaply, I don't 
I wouldn't be too afraid if you got 20 extra jewel to go buy an egg. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is DFK earn 20 jewel? Or 16? I saw some. I thought about selling some to buy some stones. Um, and it's like 16 jewel. I was like, I'm going to hold on to my eggs for 16 jewel. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. no doubt. Right? So that, and, and then I have, I'm holding especially the green ones. They're so low. Okay. And, and so then I provide liquidity and I'm smashing. It's Dude, like, that's a good idea. So I got that's smart. That's, that's what I should do because I'm holding on to eggs, doing nothing with them. Right. Um, that's likewise. Right. And if you're going to do that for a month, I, I can't wait to see right. what monthly returns are. I'm just blown away already in less than a week. So, okay. So here's, I have some questions. Maybe you guys know. This is some juicy stuff. So do you think the eggs, the pets, might be able to potentially help change a hero's profession? Possibly. I've heard rumors of this, and I actually read something that kind of insinuated a really rare or mythic pet might even be able to alter the hero's profession. Is that possible? Oh, man. See, my reading into that is that I think that they've said that the pets and this is speculation that might happen um but i yeah. thought it was that pets would provide a boost as if you had that profession quest okay yep you're the second and so person. like if you had both the profession and the pet i think you're gonna like it's like a double boost oh and if you happen to crack an egg and one of those abilities of that pet ends up being uh experience boost that thing's gonna be worth a absolute ton okay an experience if your pets are gonna xp boost your heroes and there's people that's gonna be pets that are useful for power leveling and, and so those are gonna go about, up talk about that for a second because we don't see that on the card right now right Nindorf? well there's information but there's just no data but it's just like a number and nobody yeah. really knows what any of those it's kind of like the abilities you know, the advanced abilities? Yeah, sure, yeah. I got a, a advanced one. We have no idea what that means. So which one things are, we're still waiting to see. Interesting. It's so, so interesting. So will will a fishing pet be able to pair with a forager? I, I think so, but I don't know that it's going to provide you with near the bonus if you did a, a fishing one boosting your fisher. Right, because oh, you might want to pair it for the future of like the crafting bonus or the combat bonus that that pet adds to that hero. Okay. Okay. Well, that's... and keep in mind the other thing we haven't mentioned here tonight, talking about pets too, is that um, they're gonna have quote unquote treats that you're gonna make. So there's gonna be more item burn. More items. Yes. Yeah. It's all gonna come. We're gonna want those items. Yeah. Really want those items. When the time comes, man. And so it's going to skyrocket gold and everything in the ecosystem, I think. And shout out to all these guys making comments. I love it. IOS code making com like some good points. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. This... Blackwing. I love you guys. <laughs> all Dirty. Uh, Daisho. You guys yeah. are awesome. Okay. So here's another big juicy question that I, I keep – so – we obviously see the hero's profession plays such a massive role to the hero. So if you have a paladin forager or a dark knight fisher, that makes such a massive difference on 
the and that's why I bought that Dark Knight, that Mythic Dark Knight the other night. He was a miner and he was the floor. I hope I didn't say Dread Knight. Just to clarify, it was a Dark Knight Mythic Miner who was the floor Gen One with five summons. Amazing. Anyways, okay. So if we have a Paladin Forager, what should we do? Should obviously if it's a Mythic, uh, so for PvP, we're talking PvP combat because that's that's what we're all excited for, baby. Yeah. That's what it's all about. But mm-hmm. the profession plays such a massive role with the hero. It's not about profession questing, but the profession plays such a big role. So should we completely ignore his profession and just go for vitality and endurance and uh, strength? And if he's a fisher or forager, we just forget about it. What, so what do you guys do? I'm treating my heroes like they're either going to be questers or they're going to be combat heroes in the future. Okay. And so, I would say, like, my combat heroes are really only legendaries and mythics. My my quester heroes are my... And I don't actually own any uncommon... No, I do. That's a lie. I don't own very many. And so I take, like, what I call the, the dumbbell approach, so like the reverse of a, a normal curve. You know, like, I have a lot of heroes on... I try to have them on the high rarity on the lo- and on the low rarity. Yeah, that makes sense. So okay. I, I have... One of my buddies phrased it a, an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a beast hero's profession is combat, is training right now. Okay. So think of that as the fifth profession is to just run training for XP. Yes. Uh, and I, I was like, oh, I like that approach. I was like, that actually makes sense. Yep. Totally agree. So like, yeah, because I, I wondered, you know, like I got this dread knight that I summoned, right? Um, I've been just training, questing him and stand potting only like two or three pots a day. Just, you know, kind of getting double X, two yeah. X the, the speed. Um, yeah. But he's got he's a fisher. He has like 0.1 fishing skill because he's only done it <laughs> once. And right. I'm like, you know, what if training, what if level 10 profession quests come out and those actually have better XP More, than better XP, training yeah. quest? I'm like, oh, no, am I going to be screwing myself? Yeah. But I don't think they would do that. Well... They might, but you're not screwing yourself because I found out, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but I found found out that the profession stat level, it doesn't play any correlation at all to the hero's level. So you could correct. just throw him in the professions and he'll quickly level up his profession stat quickly, even if he's a level 15 hero with no profession stat level. You know? That's true. Yeah, you are correct there. Up yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's interesting. Even with a Dread Knight, you're in in the case of a Dread Knight Fisher, you're ignoring that profession. Yeah, hundred percent. He's been okay. doing he's been doing arm wrestling since he came off the portal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that big debate, and they've helped. I mean, I've kind of changed my stance a little bit because my Ten Commandments generally says in the early stages of a hero. Okay. In the early stages of a hero, we know that it's good for vitality. It's going to be good for, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, for all heroes to have lots of vitality for the for the uh, MP. Yep. Okay. Or not the H- MP. The HP. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yep. The H- so, in the same way, my thought process is, is just focus on the profession for at least the first 10 to 15 levels, at least. Then that hero is going to be jacked in that profession. Then as we get more information on PvP and how it comes we'll have a hero that can quest better and be more efficient Ooh. and quest 
which means you get more items, better mm. ROI, and he'll level up faster in result of that. And you can then focus on his PvP stats down the road. Is that crazy thinking? Um, I don't think so, because every stat is going to be important in some way. I think even if it's an off-class stat, I mean, it's still going to be useful. Right. So for like a Sage Forager, I'm doing, of course, is my guaranteed stat. I've changed this. I didn't even get this before, but I've changed this. On a Sage Forager, I'm definitely doing Intelligence as a guaranteed stat, but I'm still doing Dex as one of the 50-50 rolls. And then usually Vitality um, for the other role on most heroes, I think luck is also good for all the heroes. So if you have a right. so only exceptions to my 10 commandments, main exceptions are like a mythic or legendary paladin and dark Knight, Fisher and paladin forager, you know, maybe just all together, ignore the profession on that one, possibly. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and, and, uh, but on most of the other heroes, except for luck in the case of fishing, seems like that's good for everyone. Could be wrong. It's obviously going to be better for some than others in PvP, but I still think it's good for everyone, like you said. But to what degree will Dex not be as good for a Sage for PvP as it is for an Archer? We don't See, have... I'm, I, got a, I got a couple of rare Sages, and I'm going, obviously, Wisdom and Intelligence, and I'm going Agility. I want them to be fast cast. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, where, that's where I'm feeling. And then with my Dread... I'm actually boosting wisdom, hoping for some magic defense on top of his strength. Oh, interesting. And, of course, like you said, vitality, too. Yeah. So those are kind of the three I'm headed. I, I, okay. It's funny how everybody's got these little strategies. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's, that's a, a great thing about the game is there's not necessarily a right or wrong way to do things. Right. Too. At least not yet. <laughs> there's lots of options of what you can do with your money in this game, too. Unlike me with the ladies – all kinds of options on which way you want to go with your money. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, this we could talk for days. I I think we could, but that's probably no a good place for us to wrap it up tonight. Um, we are, gosh, we are. Uh, yeah, we got to. We might be hitting a new record. I don't know if we've gone an hour and a half before. This is good. This I'm is the, awesome. I, I love I'm it. The time By the way, on the eggs. You don't want to do liquidity unless you have. I mean, you can, and it's still okay, but you're gonna. It's gonna be wonky at first. Yeah. So, just F- so how many eggs do you think you need to do? I would recommend not any less than ten. Okay. But I still have plenty of pools where I have like five or six or seven. Between my two accounts, I think I have nine green eggs. So. Okay. I'm at fifteen, so those have just Jesus. been sitting there. Yeah, I got to be dropping them bad boys in. Yeah. And so are you doing egg gold or egg jewel then? I'm doing jewel or crystal and or crystal, but mostly it's all jewel. So that's another question. Do we own jewel or crystal? Because we have this potentially uh, in my AMA. I did. I created an AMA question on talk.defikingdoms.com. Jewel, it looks like, correct me if I'm wrong, a massive unlocking period is coming in the next month. One to three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jewel. I mean, we're talking, we're, we're going to triple. We're going to triple yeah. the amount of Jewel in circulation over the next year. That's not good. That's like really alarming. Mm-hmm. So we need to talk about that with the devs. <laughs> like, I agree. From- I, I think they are going to have some kind of like relock feature. 
Oh. And or, or they're, or they're gonna lock. Or burning or extended lock or I think there's gonna be yeah, I think there's gonna be the option to I to, to delay it. And I will take that delayed gratification. They've usually in most of their delayed gratification, you uh you benefit from it greatly. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's, okay. That's awesome. Where'd you hear that? Um, that was in one of the AMAs. They, I think, just kind of speculated briefly of, "Hey, we're thinking about a few different ideas." It was one of the ones where Metas was asking questions about, "What are you guys going to do about it? It's a big problem." Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I did create another AMA question. Hopefully, they bring it up tomorrow. I know there's a lot of other news. Well, they haven't like they haven't revisited that one in a long time. So I think it's it's fair that at some point here soon we need to get to that question. Yes. 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 Very soon within the next week or two or three. Yeah. Cause I don't know what to do. Do we buy jewel? Do we buy crystal? I've done a couple of videos on that as well. I, uh, I'm buying jewel man. right now because I think crystal's going to normalize. So, but I'm also, I mean, I'm all about gardening jewel because of the, the juicy unlock. So maybe next time we can talk about that because yeah. I, I'm afraid to be in any of those gardens because the coins aren't pegged, but I was listening to your past podcast and you're in those so that's that's another separate conversation that's yeah. interesting the it year is tail gardeners gardening gardens <laughs> yeah yeah all right uh, well yeah we'll hit that next time thank you crypto yeah. grady for coming on this was awesome really I enjoyed it nine dwarf glad to have you back from vacation absolutely loved it out there thank you for all the amazing hey. comments um today thanks for for showing out for us um yeah check us out on discord we're gonna drop in a whole bunch of information there if you want to check out fight club if you want to check out Difki, uh if you want to check check out the website um yeah those links are in the youtube video and will be in our discord channel as well so uh this is raf signing out for the team thank you very much love you guys until next time love i would love to have you guys on the show yeah, you guys awesome. We'll do. Absolutely. Let us know. Okay, anytime. Love you guys. Love in the chat. Shout out to you guys in the chat. See you guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks.